Welcome back to Sunday Sports Show Live on Expression FM. We've got a new club in the studio. We've got a new member of the AU family here at Exeter University. James, and you're listening to Expression FM. Excuse me, I've, I've, we've got a Greg James intermission. Um, however, I'm joined in the studio by Archie from Waterboro Club. Cheers for joining me in the studio. Yeah, hello. Good to be here today. Cheers for joining me here, and uh, it was really good fun to it's a good fun crossover this because you know what could have we commentated you at the ultimate sim off and you could have well did the business in the ultimate sim off and had a sterling performance didn't you win your sim off in the end was it I'm not sure yes um, I think it did yeah. I think it did actually sorry yeah I, I think you actually won the ultimate swim off but um so you know we were like you know what what do we want to do some commentary of one day that's kind of based around the water I mean like we know well we could do swimming we could do we could do surfing we could do canoeing but you know what. Let's try some water polo. So you know what? We're going to plant a seed here talking about the water polo season, talk about how the season's gone for the men and the women's team. And then at the end, I'm going to leave you with just a quick teaser for potentially a commentary that we might do in the new year. But let's talk about the men's team because they had two games most recently and the men's water polo squad held their final home game of the season in Bucks water polo at St. Sidwell's Point over the week, and they were second best, sadly, against Cardiff Met, but it was far from an embarrassing performance against the team at the top of the table. 27-13 winners were Cardiff Met. They continue to stretch their legs at the top of the table, who lead by three points with a game in hand to Swansea. Exeter's men remain in fifth above Bath on head to head. And... Again, the scoreline doesn't really reflect, I think, the performance by the Exeter men's squad because Cardiff Met, we know how strong they are, don't we, Archie? Yeah, I mean, I think Cardiff Met have actually now won the league. They were celebrating well, big time at full time. Maybe uh, they have, yeah. So it was a tough game. Um, we we came into it with, with confidence, but also a bit of apprehension in terms of how we were going to play. I think we started very slowly um, the first quarter. So Warpolo split into four quarters. First quarter, we... We were down by quite a few, just didn't switch on. They were very fast swimmers, much faster than us, and we just kept getting countered. But after that, quarter two, I think we actually won. We came back into it, held our own for the rest of it. I think just the bottom line from our men's captain at the end, who's, whose name is Jaden, he, he said not good enough in the first quarter, but we got stuff to work on. We know what we're doing wrong, and we've got two games left against Plymouth and Bristol twos away. If we can win both of those, we should be looking at a top ta- top half of the table finish. Which isn't a bad performance at all, is it really? And sort of what is the is that the aim for this season to, to finish in the in the top half of the table? I think when we when we came into the season we were we had a good good um good result last year. We finished third by uh, a point. So, you know, it was we were looking at potentially winning. We had a decent fresher intake, but not as not as strong as we would have liked to potentially. But we looked at potentially winning the league and we played our first two games. They were both really close, quite tight games. Unfortunately, we we lost two, but then we played Bath away and we got a, a sterling result there. 27-6, what result? So, yeah, it was. we were looking at potentially winning the league. We had belief. We wanted to go on our cup run as well, but unfortunately, we drew a very, very tough fixture against Cambridge away. I was going to say, and I was going to talk about that, and yeah, really difficult draw that, I mean, 15-7 loss in the end to Cambridge. It's not a bad result, that, because Cambridge are one of the best teams in the country right now. Yeah. Um, 
so I wasn't actually there as I picked up an injury, but our feedback from our men's captain, he said that the result actually, it was a lot closer than it seemed. I think Cambridge are one of the best teams in the country and we put up a great fight by the sounds of it, especially a long way to go. I think it was about a nine hour round journey. It was a tough game, but we played really well. And I think the, the bottom line was everyone was really proud of themselves in that performance. As they should have been. Something that jumped out to me was the fact that your your points difference for the men's squad is, is it's nearly equal. It's plus one. And was that something that, that the squad has sort of has prioritised is you know, when you concede a goal, you score a goal straight away, sort of level as how? Yeah, I think, well, with Swansea, we, we had a really close game. It could have gone either way. We lost by two. Cardiff as well was close. Cardiff Met was a bit of a, not one-sided, but they beat us by a considerable amount. And then we we thumped Bath. So, you know, our defence, I would say, is actually probably better than our attack at the moment, which hasn't hasn't been how it has been. It's not how it's been over the last few years. So our defence is actually really good. I think we're, we're going to work on our attack, work on the drills in training and, and hopefully hit the new year with a bang. Hopefully we'll see how that goes. It's 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 an interesting season that comes up for the men's team. Of course, as you mentioned, they're two away games against Plymouth and Bristol twos. You'll be looking to try and get two wins of those games again. Bristol twos should be a, a a more competitive game, perhaps for the squad. I think actually Plymouth is going to be oh, the Plymouth harder even, game. Yeah, um, they are probably our equals. It is a local derby. Yeah, should be. Yeah, so it's one that we really really want to win. Um, Bristol Twos, I think, is going to hopefully be a little bit of an easier game. But we'll see how it goes. You can't you can't take things for granted in this league. Sure. What you know, what jumps out to you is sort of attributes that that make you think that you're equal with Plymouth. Is it the attacking? Is it a defensive threat? Is sort of, sort of ha- how are you equal, really? I think, well, I mean, I'm not actually sure. Last last year we played them. We, we beat them just about. It'll be interesting to see how many of the players they've retained or lost. But... They just seem pretty much our equals in terms of swimming and, and attack. But our defence has definitely improved, so hopefully we can uh, stop them scoring loads. Hopefully plenty of action to go in the men's team, but also for the women's team, who right now are chasing a Bucks water polo title. They lead on 19 points with six wins and one loss. Second is Plymouth, who have three games in hand to Exeter. But it's nearly to the point now where they've actually ended up winning the title. 11 all draw against Plymouth to start the season. Then 19-3, 29-0, and then 27-11 wins. Bath, Aberyst with margin and Cardiff met. My word, it's been a dominant season for the women's team, hasn't it? Yeah, I mean, going back to that, I actually don't think they've lost. I think they, they got the home walkover. The walkover, um, sorry, yeah. So, um, so I'm, I'm wrong there. So they were awarded... One point instead of three for the walkover. Sorry, that's why I got confused, yeah. Yep, so they have not lost a game. They're undefeated. Um, I think they've got three games left in the league and we really, really are behind them now to hopefully yep. go on, smash smash the next few games and bring that title home. Certainly. And again, they play Cardiff Met away at the coming Bucks Wednesday and then all eyes are going to turn to that game against Bristol 2s. The spotlight fixed the 21st of February Hopefully everyone can come out and support the girls. Yeah, um, we'll we'll be putting a more advertisement out for that Bristol game next term. It will be our spotlight fixture and we really, really want a massive crowd because it's their last game. They may win the league. Hopefully they do. 
And what better way to win the league than have tens of or hundred people cheering them on? And um, yeah, Cardiff Met next week. That's in the cup. Last two years, ladies have come second in the cup both years. So hopefully they can go one step further this year. Well, all I can say is this. Put it in your diaries, market Expression FM Sport. We'll be covering that Bristol 2s game. I'll likely be covering that with a certain Michael Schlover. As uh, he's he's really uh, excited about these crossovers we've got with the aquatic teams. So I'm really looking forward to doing commentary of that. And uh, for the men's team, gonna, you've got a break in the season now, haven't you? Kind of 31st of January is your next game, Plymouth away. Gonna, as a squad, how are you dealing with that? Are you just trying to continue to train with the same intensity until the end of term? Or are you... Kind of not 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 taking a rest, but are you trying to sort of relax a bit? Well, I think the bottom line from our men's captain was keep yourselves fit over Christmas. Really, it's it's a sport where you can lose fitness quickly, and as long as we just keep swimming and, and going to the gym, etc., I think we we're taking it a bit easier now. Obviously, with a break in the fixtures, but come January, come the new year, we'll be straight back in the pool, gunning for it. Be be doing a lot of swim sets, which I know a lot of the boys hate, but it is worth it. What is a swim set? A swim set. So a swim set is, um, it's just say it'll give us a, a a list of like, so it could be like a pyramid swim set would be like do eight lengths um, on thirty seconds, so eight twenty fives, and then four fifties, two hundreds, one two hundred, and then go back down. So there's a lot of swimming, um, and that's all. That's all time. So they should be, all be on thirty seconds each length. Crikey! I mean, that is a. So it's basically the bleep test of swimming. Yeah, pretty much. Although, God, that's that's brutal. Yeah, but it is very, very good. Good for fitness, and we also we also keep a record. So every every first month, so every first Monday of the month, we do um, a four hundred meter sprint. So that's timed, and then we do a hundred meter sprint, and that's also timed. So you can see your progress through the year. And I think personally, I've made progress. I've shaved off like ten seconds in the hundred so far, and and five in the. Uh, Sorry, 10 seconds of the 405 and the 100. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what everyone is post-Christmas. So there may be... There may the <laughs> fitness you need, though, is mental, isn't it? Yeah, I, I think people underappreciate how how tough the sport actually is. Um, a couple of my housemates came along to a taster session and they, they were saying, oh, it's easy, like, we can do this. Rocked up. 10 minutes, they were just blowing. And it was it was quite funny to see just they just completely underestimated how fit you actually need to be exactly it's honestly i i have so much respect for for for, for the squad and just for the for the actual fitness and the stamina you need because it's just you're thinking on your feet constantly aren't you and it's kind of I suppose the thing for you is that kind of things like this are great for you because you want to just try and promote water polo as much as you can because not many people know about it. Not kind of, not many people actually know about water polo in the club on campus, do they really? No, I think it's a bit of a niche sport as in, you know, if if you can swim, we'd love you to come along in our refreshers um, session in January or if you've potentially dabbled in the sport before but you've thought, oh, I don't know whether I want to do this, just come along and have a try. I mean... You know, it's not for everyone, but also we we encourage the new people. I mean, we've had new people every single year break into the first team. So please come along and have a go if you if you think you could be interested in it. Certainly would. I mean, 
I've had I've had great fun talking to you today, Archie, and uh, all the best for the one squad. And hopefully those swim sets aren't too painful. And uh, I look forward to hopefully covering well at least the 21st of February league tie for the women's team and maybe even a home cup game if that does pop up as well if they get past Cardiff Met which will be which will be difficult but you would you would be backing the girls wouldn't you yeah I back the girls I think they've they've got a result against Cardiff Met so once already this year so hopefully they can they can do the double and um yeah it's been a pleasure talking to you we'd, we'd really like some more coverage in the future potentially Certainly. going into next year with a with a home men's game potentially. honestly honestly you know what if this is the start of a partnership i would love that so you know what we're gonna go to song break quickly now on expression fm but cheers for joining me in the studio archie and uh, i'll see you soon my friend thank you very much in a bit welcome back to your sunday sports show live on expression fm it's half 12, final section of your 10th of December edition of the Sunday Sports Show. And this round off are four clubs involved with today's show. Let's talk to Water Polo Club and let's talk about what was a great game for the women's squad in the midweek. They travelled away to Cardiff Met for a second round clash in the National Trophy. And they came back with a 25-11 win to qualify for the third round of the Cup. What a win for the women. Yeah, absolutely great result from the women. They're now through to the next round. Um, I got a few notes here from our, Good stuff. our vice captain. Good stuff. She said that the game wasn't exactly how they thought they would play. So they actually, Cardiff Met have a pretty terrible pull. It's mostly shallow. So in water polo... That helps. Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't for us because we yeah, got a deep know. pool. But I know. It's um in water polo usually it's all deep, but their pool is not great. So they have pretty much a shallow end up until two thirds of the way down the pool, and then it just goes off a cliff into the deep end. So our keeper, um, she's not used to playing in goal. Obviously, we, in the shallow end. Obviously, we train in St Luke's, but um, yeah, not used to playing in the shallow end goal in a proper bucks match. But um, yeah, apparently our vice captain said they had an issue with the refs. Um, I'm not sure what happened there, but. The girls look like they uh, they came out of being in an enclosure uh, with a tiger, really. I saw some of the photos and they looked like they'd been mauled. There were scratches all over them. But they did really well and still played as a team while having to go up against that violence. And we're really proud of what they've achieved this term. And we can't wait to see if they can bring back the uh, the trophy. Yeah, definitely. Exeter now sits second tied with Plymouth, who lead behind on, well, firstly, head-to-head and also on points difference, really annoying. The first game, the second game of the season for the women's squad was eleven all draw with with Plymouth. So everything's now basically basically out of Exeter's hands, really. And it's a real shame that because they're a really good good squad. They'll be looking to try and continue to push forward because they've got one game left in the season against Bristol Twos. That would be the spotlight fixture, of course, in February. But of course, the trophies come up now. They'll first either Bristol Twos or the Bath Ones in their game in the third round of the trophy. It's a really interesting one coming up there. Amy Fitzsimmons scored 15 goals on the day. Sinead Higgins with six. Izzy Hurst with two. Zarwood and Charlotte uh, Higgum, Higgum. Higgum. There you go, sorry. It's, it's, I never quite know with surnames like that. Higgum, Charlotte Higgum uh, with a goal as well. Again, Amy Fitzsimmons, leading goal scorer. 53 all season, picking up 15 on the day. Absolutely lethal up front. 
Yeah, she's unbelievable. I mean, I think I checked this morning. She's actually second in the entire country. Which so. is crazy. I know. So she, she'll hopefully be looking to take that top spot. My word, though. What a, and also, that's in, the, that's in the Western Division as well. Yeah. That isn't even in the Premiership South. That's in the Western Division. Yeah. So, obviously... Yeah, Amy's just unbelievable, really. But you it's not a one-man show. There's been plenty of other great performances. Some people that have come in the team this year, some new freshers, shout-out to Robin especially. I know she's been great. And, uh, and yeah, the, the girls are really starting to gel now, and let's see what they can do in the second half of the season. Let's see what they can do. They might be at this point... Well, well no, well, they are. At this point, they are, they are definitely upstaging the guys this year. And, uh, again, that's... Kind of, Normally, that's not something you see in, in most of these sports clubs. Normally, it's the guys upstage and the girls that has performances. Kind of, we just had it early on with the basketball team kind of there. They're basically tied on to be promoted now, and the guys are kind of languishing in mid-table. And sort of what I hope, and I'm sure it's going to happen, but I'm sure the guys are going to come down on that spotlight fixture and try and try and come down and support them. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great if we can get a big crowd there. I know the all the all most of the women's team came down to watch our spotlight fixture, we, which we unfortunately uh, succumbed to defeat against Cardiff Met. But I'm sure I definitely will be there and I'm going to be encouraging everyone to come down, all of the guys' team. The women really deserve all the support they can get and let's make it a big event. Let's make it a big event indeed. I mean, it's going to be a hell of a finish of the season. If they can go far in the trophy, of course, past round three, I think it is, then officially the quarterfinals. So really, really interesting moments here. And can Bristol 2, so they're going to play on 21st. That will be a spotlight fixture at St. Sidwell's. Again, it's been a really positive year so far for the girls. 29-0 away winning against Aberyst with 37-1 against Margin at home. Attacking-wise... Because something that's jumped out to me is the the attacking threat is just massive from this squad. And I suppose it proves to you that you can sometimes win games of water polo by attacking as much as by defending. Yeah, so obviously Amy and also Sinead, who's come into the squad this year as a fresher, they are both it's fresher. lethal My in front word. of goals. And um, in, in contrast to the boys, I think we, we are more... Um, we our strengths are more in terms of defence, um, whereas the girls clearly they just love scoring goals, really. Yeah, no, no, and, and you know what? They can score goals, so why not? Amy Fitzsimmons with fifty three goals, Sinead Higgins with forty all season. It's just ridiculous stats, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, there's been plenty of other contributions as well um, from the likes of Izzy Hurst and Charlotte as sure. well. But those two are unbelievable. They are they're forming a great partnership together and. And and may it go on for the next year. May as well. it go on, yes, of course. They'll both be here next year, I think. They will. They will both be here. I know that because Amy's in my year, and uh, and again, you said that Sinead is a is a fresher, so they will both be there, and hopefully, they can push on into at least getting promoted out of the Western Tier One, or maybe staying in the Premiership as well. Of course, it all comes down to whether or not Plymouth can hold their nerve, whether or not Plymouth can actually sort of stay top of table. It's a it's a it's a two horse race now. Yeah, I mean, interestingly, um, back in the Plymouth game, there was a little bit of controversy. Um, so Sinead thought that, well, this is a, a source, but um, Sinead thought that one of her goals wasn't counted. Um, so they thought they'd actually won the game, but um, they left at 11 or tried to sort it out. But Vicky, uh, the AU president, said there was nothing they could do once they left the venue. So 
you know, <laughs> all they can do is win from now on. I mean, their game against Cardiff Met, um, that they've just played in the cup, but their league game was actually Cardiff Met played under protest. So right. in water polo, sure. what you can do is if you're not happy with something, say like the pool, or in this case, it was the ref. So we didn't have a ref um, and the men's team were away. Um, so one of our men's team could have refed as he's qualified, but we didn't have a qualified ref because our ref didn't show up. Um, so we had to use one of the Exeter City coaches who is perfectly competent at refing. I, he, well, he did a really good job. However, Cardiff Met filled in a form. So you have to fill, a, fill in a form to say you want to play under protest. And then if you lose the match, the match must be replayed and the fixture is turned over. So they're actually going to play in Cardiff Met again. Um, really? At the start of next term. Yeah. Uh, right. So I was confused by this because it just, saw, it, it just called it a win. Yeah, so the the league actually, I was talking to the women's vice captain Zar this morning, and uh, the the league's actually kind of like blanked the fixture out, so the result is nulled, and they've got to replay that one again. So actually, extra extra have got it in their hands because they've got to beat Cardiff Met basically. Yeah, and we've Whoa. already beaten Cardiff Met twice this year, so let's make it three in a row. I'm sensing there's a bit of anger from the extra squad that Cardiff Met have managed to essentially, well, not 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 cheat extra, but basically screw themselves out of a loss well i mean technically but the girls i mean the girls went there last week um only with 12 out of 13 they still battered them so yeah. um so yeah i feel like there's a bit of animosity between sure. the two sides yeah uh, fair enough yeah when do you think that's gonna get played uh, they said when um i've heard it's uh like the second week of january right so the women well, have got a very busy schedule that yeah that those, those fixtures are gonna pile up fairly fairly quickly of course the third round is gonna come probably late February, early February. We'll see when that happens. Of course, the men, they will kick off their season again against Plymouth away on 31st of January, and then Bristol 2's away in March for their final game of the season, fighting for that mid-table position. Trying to finish top half, trying to finish fourth in the table. So there's plenty for the men to fight for as well. Cheers for joining me in the studio, and uh, all the best for the Waterbury Club. Of course, this will be going out live on this this will go out on youtube soon ish so you can listen to that and you can also put it on your socials because you know what why not put it on your socials. yeah thank um, you so promote much it there, but, but th- thank you for giving up your time on this sunday morning and um all the best for the ladies in their cup run thank you very much see you soon see you soon Cheers.